You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, I'm Brett. And I'm Steven. And we are the, the Broadway, Broadway Husbands. Husbands. We're just your all-American married couple making their living in the arts and pursuing a growing family. On the Broadway Husbands podcast, we offer advice from our ordinary lives under extraordinary circumstances. We are living proof that you can love who you love and love what you do. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. And if you really love us, make sure you leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Broadway Husbands. Members of our Patreon get exclusive access to behind-the-scenes videos, blogs, and other perks, including free apparel and so much more. To become part of our Patreon family, go to patreon.com forward slash Broadway Husbands. All right. On today's episode, we're going to discuss mental health because <laughs> it is Mental Health Awareness Month this month, mm-hmm. and I think that both of us have you know experience trying to take care of our mental health and be in the best mental health possible and it's something that's really important to both of us yeah i think also on kind of piggybacking on last week's episode we talked to um artists becoming and who are really trying to help people in the industry um take better care of themselves but also we started watching this new series on Apple Plus that kind of sparked our interest. Yeah. It's called The Me You Can't See. The Me You Can't See. And it's Oprah. It's Oprah and Prince William. Prince Harry. Oh, sorry. Prince Harry. Prince Harry. Come on. I, I'm not that up on the royal family. but Oh, okay, Meghan Markle. Um, But... If you haven't seen it on Apple Plus, it's been really interesting. They're interviewing different people and talking about their own mental health journeys. And um, and it really got us interested in having this conversation because there is kind of a stigma around it. Yeah, um, there is. A, there's a big stigma. And it's interesting, too, that so many of the people's parents, well, not so many, the one, the one woman... Um, who was speaking, her mother, you know, didn't want to take her to the doctor because she felt like if she basically acknowledged that there was a problem, that it would just go on forever and ever and that it wouldn't be solved. And I mean, I can totally relate to But then in the same, uh, yeah, but then what was interesting is, so, and I found that particular story you're referring to was, an Asian American daughter whose mother had immigrated here. And so I think immigrants have their own, 
you know, they come from a culture that maybe doesn't talk about mental health. And then they're in America where people talk like there's discussions about it. I mean, it's just like, there's a lot of, it's interesting, the stigmas and where they come from. And, you know, to talk about my own journey with mental health, I mean, I have a brother who has a genetic disorder. Um, and what, what is it? It's called Fragile X Syndrome. And what's Fragile X Syndrome? And it's a chromosome disorder. So it basically means that the, the X chromosome was too fragile to form in its normal, the, the normal way that it would in a healthy child. Got it. And so it's kind of... It, you you ha, you can have fragile X syndrome and you can be on the spectrum. So something we didn't even know about, right? We didn't even know autism existed 40 years ago. We didn't know that um, fragile X existed. Right. And, and he wasn't diagnosed until, I don't know, maybe he was almost 30. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I knew you when he was diagnosed. And or, even yeah. that, it's still kind of confusing what it is. It's mm -hmm. hard to explain. But regardless there you know we always thought it was a brain disorder we always thought he was mentally challenged mm -hmm. we've it's had many terms but the effect that that had on our family i think emotionally mentally and also you know my my mom's side of the family she has two sisters that are diagnosed bipolar hmm. who are who are both on pretty extreme medications i mean my one aunt they found her one day wandering through an airport by herself. Really? Yeah. Wow. And my other aunt, you know, yeah. who lives here, who is on um, lithium for years wow. I mean, for, for her bipolar disorder. And it is a genetic, you know, it's passed down. It's, it's hereditary. Mm -hmm. um, but for me personally, I remember perhaps struggling in school, focusing really early on in school. I... I, I guess my grades weren't great. I don't know. I don't really, I didn't really care. I just hated school. Who and didn't? I, didn't? I, I did not want to be in school, I hated it. but in middle school, I guess my grades weren't doing great. So my mom took me to a psychiatrist who diagnosed me and Bart with ADD and he's subscribed. He prescribed us, um, Ritalin. Really? And I started taking Ritalin and at that same time, I started expressing to my mom that I thought I might be gay. It's the Ritalin. The and Ritalin did it. So clearly I was depressed. So they put me on antidepressants. Oh, wow. I didn't know that part. You didn't? Maybe I did. I was on antidepressants through most most of middle school. And then when we moved to Orange, that's when I really needed the antidepressants. Um <laughs> I think we stopped taking the antidepressants. I still took Ritalin and I took Ritalin all through college. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't know, just cause I lost insurance. I don't remember what I, I just didn't self care was not a priority. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I was self medicating a lot through college. Um, but the ADD, ADHD, I would say, What's the difference between ADD and ADHD? I don't I have ADD no idea. is is really just attention deficit disorder, right? You have right. a hard time focusing. Okay. There's and then a so deficit on keeping your attention in one direction. ADHD is hyperactive disorder. That's when Got you're you can't it. focus, but you're also just like physically and just kind of almost this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, yeah. always going. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I yeah, I didn't realize that's what it meant. Got it, got it, got it. 
Yeah. And I would say, you know, I, I got sober and getting sober, which is another, I think, mental, you know, type of mental illness or, um, disorder, but you know, addiction is, is definitely, um, an illness. Yeah. And I tried really hard in getting a therapist to just clean my body from any medication. So I didn't take any ADHD medication or any psychic psychiatric medications because I just thought I'm going to work on this through therapy. And I've right. been able to do that for a really long time, yeah. Yeah. but I'm reaching a point now. And I think it's because I I'm working from home and mm. I'm, everything's on a computer and I have to write emails and draft scripts and like write, you know, make slides and all this stuff. And it requires so much Attention. focus. Yeah, totally. I can't, and imagine. I cannot focus Yeah, because I have ADHD. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot and of sense. And so I actually had a conversation with my therapist. I was like, you know, going to rehearsal and being in a rehearsal room where everyone's focused on the same thing right. is so easy it to really stay is. focused because well, you have to, you don't have a choice. You're in the room. You can't be disruptive by doing other things. Even if you do check your phone, it's but really everyone's like working towards the same, same thing, thing at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And so that really is perfect. And for also some your tasks are very limited in a room. Like you can only do what's asked of you and, and so you're just trying to figure that out the best you can to make it as simple as possible for yourself. So, yeah, like you said, everyone's working towards the same goal and you can't escape it. You can't escape the room until they tell you to leave. <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, I definitely over the last few years when we moved to Charleston. Oh, right. Was really struggling emotionally. I've, I've had those moments like when I was on the tour at South Pacific, mm -hmm. I was very depressed. And yeah. then when we were in Charleston. I was very depressed. So is that what's happening now? You feel like you're depressed? No, I think it's actually a focus issue. Oh, okay, good. Um, I'm just having a hard time focusing. And then when my productivity goes down, I don't feel successful, which right. So then it's like a spiral, right? And it sort of depletes my confidence. Yeah. And then I'm trying to like, yeah, it all just kind of cycles through. It's like, and then if my confidence is down, then I'm not very motivated, then I'm not more productive, and right. then I'm not productive, and then I'm my confidence goes down. I mean, it's just like a really vicious cycle. And the ways that have worked for me over the years are is really being very deliberate about my self-care. Mm -hmm. When I'm eating well, <laughs> when I'm meditating and journaling and doing those things that uh that help me focus, I am more productive and I feel better and I'm more confident. And you live with me. How much of that am I doing at this current moment? Mm, I would say maybe 20%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and I'm, so, you know, that to me, the mental health stuff is challenging, like, and, and even the physical stuff too, right? Because I know if I work out, if I do yoga, I'm going to feel better about myself, which helps my mental state but I'm not right. It's mm -hmm. like, because I, I used work. I need to book work. I need to look good in an audition to, that was a great motivator for me to go to the gym and work out. Right. But I'm not doing any shows right now. So like my motivation is low and it does not help my mental state. 
Yeah, I mean, exercise is uh, definitely for me something that really helps me um, feel good, um, not just because it keeps you in shape, but it just, you know, releases endorphins that make you happy and and then it just makes you keep wanting to do it. And right now I feel like I'm in not like the best um, habit of working out. I was doing really, really well um, here in Texas, actually, I was doing really well. And then we moved and once we moved my flow kind of got interrupted and also the building we were living in before had a gym in it and so i would go there or i we also lived close to the gym that i joined so it didn't feel like it was it's not close but it wasn't that far anyway since we've moved here i've only been to that gym probably twice and um and i've danced a little bit um but you know, I definitely feel like exercise, especially for me, is key, especially because it's something that I did like so intensely for so long and it took up so much of my time that now, like in this period of like COVID <clears throat> and um, all of this stuff, it's such a like weird feeling to feel so kind of far away from that. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, well, talk about your mental health like history in yeah. your family. Like, Do you remember... Is there, was there any history in your family that you knew of or anything you experienced? Mm, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think growing up I I knew that I, I didn't have a clue about mental health or like good mental health or bad mental health or um, anything like that. I think as far as like me personally, like I can remember just kind of feeling you know, like the typical, like separate, different, like kind of feeling like I wasn't where I should be or, you know, just kind of having those like anxious, um, like I wanted something, but I didn't know what it was kind of feeling like I wanted to be somewhere rather somewhere other than where I was like all of the time. Um, and so, you know, I quickly or at an early age started drinking and and I don't know that in the beginning, like when I started drinking, that it was like the end all be all. But like it was something that I did to excess from the very beginning. That is right. Excess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excess. Did I just say that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from a really early age. And it wasn't necessarily all of the time. But when it did happen, it was like to the extreme. 
And so that was just kind of like a habit that was created. Um, and so then it just like got worse and worse or progressed, you know, <laughs> over time. Um, so and then eventually the, you know, it just my mental health had deteriorate, deteriorated in the same kind of way that you were just describing about like, um, you know, not wanting to do drink or do drugs, but then all of a sudden I'm doing a ton of them and then feeling bad about it and not being able to sleep and not taking care of myself. And then like that kind of spiral of shame. Um, and it was just, it was so hard for me, um, to stop like once I started, it was so hard to stop. So it was, and it was also hard to get out of like that behavior, like even after a week and then going back to do the same thing, it was just, you know, so as far as mental health goes, like, I don't, I guess the only thing that I can think of really that I've talked about a lot in therapy is just that, you know, I moved away from home when I was really young and, and I, I had a lot of, um, like, crazy um abandonment abandonment but like not even i guess it's abandonment but it's also just like this feeling it's like this homesickness feeling like it's like it was you know and i i often say i often say like if i had gone gone away at 12 years old in 2021 it probably would be different maybe i'd have those feelings still but it probably would have been a little easier like i because we didn't have obviously like cell phones and now we can see each other when we talk on the phone and everything was, is just way more convenient now. Um, you know, whereas like before when I was away at 12 years old, I had to call my mom on a payphone at a certain time and we could only talk for however long, you know, not that long because I think, you know, what was it like it's five expensive. cents a minute, yeah. you know, five cents, 10 cents a minute. Um, you know, so I think that my mental health, I'm not sure what it was like before that, <laughs> but I know that that feeling of kind of I, it's loneliness, right? It's like that feeling of loneliness is overwhelming. Yeah. Um, and especially in the age before cell phones and computers and Internet, when you were alone, you were like alone. <laughs> you know, you're like, well, also, <laughs> I, I just want to throw in there, too, that I think is gay, you know, closeted young homosexuals and living in environments where we didn't feel comfortable expressing ourselves right there's that added element too that it takes a toll and i think that you know i think that's why you know even hearing there's there's this amazing story of this black um this black artist um on that show uh the oprah show um oh no he's a chef oh, oh right he's so compelling yeah and you know, and the mental toll of of just being a part of a of a marginalized community, um, and we are even you know privileged in the in who we are. But I think that you know the suffering, and the, and he says something like this: the chef, he says like, you know, suffering is not. Um, you know, just because you you're part, of, and, and Lady Gaga says something like this, like you know, I'm, I'm privileged, I'm rich and, and I've got problems, you know? Yeah. And like, m that doesn't mean that like my, 
my problems are less important. You know, I have to work on those things too. And mm -hmm. that is a huge part, I think, of what the mental, just mental awareness and just being able to have a conversation about it. It's just being able to take responsibility so that you can do something about it. Because I think so many of us have struggles and issues that we're afraid to express because they they feel minuscule compared to somebody else's struggles or they feel yeah you know and ultimately your struggle is your struggle and you have to you have to look at it and deal with it and get honest and truthful about it um so that you can help people who are less fortunate right know? or just help anyone really because you totally. can't help anyone until you've helped yourself and totally get really healthy and right and and you know it's interesting, right? Like the longer I've been sober, the the more um, I don't even know if it's clarity as much as it is um, just understanding of myself more and understanding um, the past and how like what's really true and what's not. I guess that's really what it is. Like yeah. the longer I've stayed sober, it's like. I understand more about who I actually am and why I'm actually like that. It's not just because it's all genetic. Yes, some of it, a lot of it, most of it is genetic, yes. But there's also like, you know, things that happen and things that shape you as a human being and you're not even aware of it, um, you know, and it's just understanding and just getting closer to the truth. And it's interesting, right? So what's helped you? What's helped me? Um, Oh God. Well, first of all, getting sober. I mean, that was a huge thing yeah. that helped me. Yeah. <laughs> and thank um, God. Thank God. And then um, you know, continually, I think it's just having a constant shift of perspective and trying to look at things in a positive way. Um, um continued therapy, um, you know, continued um work on myself and trying to just be better really i mean just trying to take the right the next right action i mean that's really what it is it's like about getting out of yourself and just trying to move forward as much as you can and doing the next right thing you know yeah yeah is that helpful <laughs> i think so i think i think ultimately getting help yeah getting because help. We, we did we did a like a paid uh promo for a company called BetterHelp, um, yeah. and it's been interesting because we do get some interesting like hater comments. But like hate, hater. So oh my god! Like, but the hated. A great, a great company. That, a great company. You know, BetterHelp. But also, I found that the Actors Fund has been a through line in supporting me in my journey of getting better. And um, you know, the Actors Fund, if you don't know the Actors Fund, check out their website, theactorsfund.org. You don't have to be an actor to use their services and their services are really incredible for anyone who's in the performing arts industry. So I would check out the Actors Fund. But like I said, doing those practical things that I don't often want to do, which is like journaling, meditating, making the bed, breathing, breathing um just taking deep breaths can make a huge difference for me because i don't i breathe very shallow and just normally but when i take these deep breaths it's like all of a sudden i'm in the room i'm breathing i'm taking deep breaths and it feels so good um and talking having therapy i've had the same therapist unbelievably since for how long? 2000 
three. Wow, that's almost maybe twenty years. Four, maybe. Holy, I'm still with the same therapist. Seventeen years. He knows. He's like a part of my family. Like he knows me so well now. Um, and he even doesn't even live in the states anymore. He lives in Brazil, and we do all of our sessions <laughs> over Zoom. Um. I'm so grateful for Andrew, and I found him through the Actors Fund. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And I found my therapist through him. Yeah, that's right, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to have another therapist, and then I actually had two other therapists. I used to do a, like a group sessions um, with the outpatient rehab also for a long time, but that that was so long ago now. Yeah, but yeah, therapy talking, and I think for me, like talking is I'm really good at talking about the surface like i can talk about what's happened i can describe like <laughs> exactly <laughs> what happened and who was there at what time and what they were wearing um but i still i think struggle with you know really getting in touch with my feelings a little bit it's definitely gotten better and I, if anything will get you in touch with your feelings it's now this past year definitely i think i cried more this year than i have <laughs> in yeah. a long, long time. i mean honestly the there's been so much change and i think that most people through the pandemic and that's what they talk about on this series too through the pandemic it's just all came to the surface mm -hmm. um but you know between our shift and change and you know maybe maybe this is another episode but i just turned down going back to wicked and that was a that was a difficult decision and so much of my identity has rolled into working on broadway yeah. and you know, there's just a lot of shift and transition. And we had, you know, we did, we had an unsuccessful pregnancy and that was really hard. Yeah. You know, if we did, if I didn't have therapy and a way to process it and talk about it, it would just, it would just deplete me. And I, now I'm at a stage where I'm, I have to really look and be honest with myself. And I really think that looking at getting some ADHD medication and support is probably my next step. And there's a little bit of shame around it for some reason. I think it just, I, I think I wanted to successfully be able to manage my ADHD on my own, which is not the thing to do, right? right I mean, like that's, that's like the whole reason they have Mental Health Awareness Month. Right, because you to, need to get help. You need help. From others. Yeah. Um, so I have to work on that shame and look at that. But if you or someone you know is really struggling and you need support, check out those resources that we just mentioned. Don't be afraid to reach out, shoot a DM um, to the Broadway husbands. To the Broadway husbands, uh, you know, and we can point you in the, the directions that have helped us. You yeah. know, we're not therapists, of course, no, but we can speak to our experience, and you know, we both um, continue to believe that that you know a growth mindset and being being our best selves is what's important. That's for sure, and um, hopefully you do too. And we hope that, you know, this helped you today and that if you're struggling with something that you have the courage to ask for help. And don't forget to watch Apple Plus, The Me You Can't See. Oh my God, so good. We're only on episode three, two, three. Two, three. I can't remember. Three. Um, but it's very, very good and hopefully will motivate you and inspire you to keep going. You got this. Thanks for listening. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Broadway Husbands podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And while you're at it, leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Don't forget to check out Broadway Life Apparel and our new designs that are released every month. Thanks to our Patreon patrons. Don't forget to join our family by going to patreon.com forward slash Broadway Husbands. And a big shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Go to BPN dot fm forward slash husbands to check out the wide array of broadway themed podcasts for your listening pleasure and on this podcast we encourage you to love who you love and love what you do Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.